0: Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode four of the Own the Moment podcast. My name is TJ Lasig, and I am your host here at OTM. And today, we have a fantastic show for you with a very special guest that I personally am super excited about. We will get to him in just a moment. But first, go ahead, follow us on Twitter at OwnTheMomentNFT, subscribe to the podcast, subscribe to the YouTube channel, Hit that like button, leave a review if you like the content we've been bringing to you so far. It helps us out a lot, and we certainly do appreciate your support. With that said, first and foremost, I will go ahead and introduce my co-host. This is a man who, like me, struck out last night when it comes to the Series 2 release 11 packs, but hey, what are you going to do? Justin, how are you doing this morning?
1: Ah, I'm doing as well as we can. Gosh, that was a a, a late evening to a bitter ending to a fantastic morning because I'm excited for this
0: pod. Yeah, hey, tough draw for us, but we have more important things to get to here because I would now like to introduce our very special guest. This is a man who has been involved in NBA Top Shots since mid-early 2020 This is a man who has one of the most impressive accounts, impressive portfolios across the entire Top Shot website, a man who is a moderator in the Top Shot Discord, someone who is one of the OGs of NBA Top Shots and does not seem to sleep, is grinding 24-7. Coming to you all the way from the land down under Australia, we have Mr. Wades underscore ETH. How's it going, (laughs) Wades?
2: How are you guys? I'm doing pretty well. Thanks for having me on.
0: Yeah, hey, we're we're excited to have you. Been looking forward to this show all week. Thank you very much for for giving us the time. And I, time yeah.
2: Pre- I appreciate it. it. I never the, the intros never get old, so I love the intros. <laughs> What's going on? It's like it's so surreal, like you know, it, it is so, but I appreciate it. Thank you.
0: Yeah. Hey, everything I said is is completely true and factual, so you can't even can't even dispute the grandiose introduction. You definitely awesome. deserve it when it comes to Thank you. this
2: space. Thank you. Thank you. Thank
0: you. <laughs> cool. All right. So let me set the stage here a little bit, and then we will kick it over to you, Wade. So what we're going to do on the podcast today is ask Wade all of the things that the people are wanting. We want to hear about your background. We want to hear about the transition from the original days of NBA top shots to the explosion of growth that we've seen over the past 2 weeks. We've got some question from our friends on Twitter. We're going to get into the cool cats challenge and the master cool cat challenge, get your perspective on that and play a little game of over under with you and Justin and then to wrap things up at the end, we'll be revealing the winner of your very generous giveaway, the Luka Doncic series 1 base three-pointer moment. Mint number three zero seven three. Last I checked, it was selling for a minimum price of six hundred and fifty dollars. So thank you very much for that giveaway, Wade's, and we will close the show out with that. Alrighty, Sounds good. We've done enough of the introductions. Let's get this started. First things first, Wade's. I gotta, I gotta ask the burning question that's on everyone's mind. Were you able You're to okay. secure a base pack last night? Were you? involved in this new process of trying to get on the wait list. What was your experience last night?
2: Yeah. So look, my experience was um, like I said, in the Twitter post, it was stress-free. I I was at work, so I still do the nine to five and I probably will for a long time. Um, It was probably about two o'clock in the afternoon. I just, I was keeping an eye on the mod uh, chat room, uh, the NBA top shot one, and just trying to help the team out where I could and um, noticed that, you know, they came online. So I basically just went and did the, you know, the click, here and joined line and luckily i ended up was you know in about the five thousand mark in in line and that's all i did to be honest i just waited for about half an hour just checked in every now and then um i did try to test it out i went back and forth and refreshed the screen and it it didn't seem to um um you know put me or in and out of the lineup or line so it worked pretty well for me personally i know a couple of twitter followers responded saying you know it was good for you but we didn't get anything, so um, it's a start. It's not perfect. Obviously, we saw the distribution of the um, moments uh, in, in the ecosystem, and there were there were some that we can't explain yet, or I'm sure the team can't explain it. It's just that they'll need to go back to the drawing board to an extent to figure out how some got, you know, more than five or six. Or eighty. But, yeah. All, all in all, it was pretty. All eighty. <laughs> all in all, was pretty good for me. So I did. Snag one pack. I went back in line to get another one, but, you know, by then I was in the like 42,000 um, and simply just timed out. I got uh, – my pool were oh, – I can log in and show, tell you guys what it was, but Taco 4 was one of them. So that was pretty good. Nice. That was a low uh, 1,000 and something mint. Um, the other two weren't notable. Uh, John Collins, 14,798, and Alonzo Ball, 12,711. So – but pretty happy with that. I was actually just happy to get a pack, like most people.
1: <laughs> yeah, great. Hey, we'll see. We are nearing the trade deadline. We've heard some rumors about Lonzo might be making a move. So uh, fingers crossed yeah. that'll increase in value
2: with his new destination. Okay. Well, wh- 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 where is he supposed to go? What's the rumors?
1: Um, not really. I mean, so just seems like it's going to be a good fit to get him out of there. Um, yeah. So we to okay. find a new system. Um, don't know if there's anything concrete on where it's going to be, but I wouldn't be surprised if we see him as one of those kind of trade deadline moves.
2: Yeah, yeah fair enough. Uh, yeah, so to give you the
1: overview, we had uh, myself, TJ, our producer, Coop, uh, all in line. And I think we were numbers 24,000, 28,000, and 30-something. And uh, I thought at my 24,000, I'd at least get it because, you know, 25,000, we're in a line. and uh, yeah. yeah. Unfortunately, that didn't work out. But uh, I, I love the idea of it. I think if they can, you know, get rid of, granted that's kind of the theme of tech with Top Shot is I love the idea of everything with Top Shot, but then the tech just doesn't seem to, you know, yeah, seem to be some hiccups. And so I think this is another one where hey, that's going to work great when we get to those rare and legendary packs. Um, Obviously, it saves people long term from having to just sit at their computer and hit that F five nonstop. Um, but obviously yeah. you got to figure out um, you know, we can't be having people, you know, whether it was the bots getting the significant amounts or even just I think it was about half of them went to someone who already had one. Um, so that's mm. about that's an issue.
2: Yeah, I agree. I mean, it's, it's obviously still in beta. Um, how long it's in beta, you can see the issues we're having. Um, also withdrawals, I think that's going to be um, sped up. So, yeah, it's still a few things I think to tick off before it gets out of um, open beta. Agreed. TJ, I know how much you enjoyed that transparency report. They're a long
1: one yesterday. Yeah. And that was uh, very helpful.
0: Definitely. Love their blog post. I just, again, yeah, appreciate them being transparent about the issues that are going on. Like Wade said, we're just in beta mode here, so let's continue to be patient. Uh, I do think that they will find some way to make this right for people that feel wronged by the fact that they did not get a pack while others got multiple. So we'll we'll continue to keep an eye on that. And I'm sure they'll be coming out with more information for just us. To, um,
2: sorry to cut you off. Just yeah, to add to it while I think of it. Um, you know, we've had a couple of people say, oh, what's in beta? How long has been in beta for seven months? Well, what people have got to realize is that we've been in beta for six months to, to you know, to um, what maybe a couple thousand members, so nothing's really been tested until what, three four weeks ago. So that's when the spike occurred. Now everything's breaking under that stress. So it's really, it's almost like beta two uh, We're starting from scratch. So uh, just you just need a bit a bit more patience, and I think the team will eventually solve it. They're just going to catch up a little bit. So
0: yeah, I think that's one of my one of my questions for you is you could could you just talk a little bit about how you got into NBA Top Shot and what the, the early days were like and how, how different it's become over <sighs> the past two weeks. And I, I think one of the things that I'm personally curious to hear about as well yeah. is the we, since we've gotten started, we have not seen a rare or legendary pack drop happen. So if you could yeah. talk specifically about what those have been like in the past and how you view those in the future, because we're, we're seeing rumors that maybe a, a legendary pack drop they're trying to, to get one in the works. So mm-hmm. would love to hear your perspective on all of that.
2: Yeah. yeah. So I'll, I'll start from the beginning. Um, I got into this NFT space. I, um, you know, just thought, man, is playing video games a long time ago, for a long time, um, thought, you know, there must be a better way with in terms of these skins and everything you sort of, you know, you accumulate over time. And um, specifically, I, you know, played a bit of Apex and had that thought and, you know, had a quick look around Google and landed in this NFT space, and then that, that intrigued me, as it probably does most people. And um, did a bit more digging around, excuse me, and landed in a game called Gods Unchained, which is essentially a card game. You play one versus one. Um, it's this play-to-earn economy where you know you grind, you win, you get points, and then eventually you, you win cards, which are on the Ethereum blockchain. Um, and then you know that's how you play to earn you can sell those for eth and so forth so i was in that space for a little while um, in the meantime the NBA top shot released this um, just a couple of emails about this particular product or Dapper Labs i should say that the NBA top shot which i signed up to which eventually you know got invited to the beta um, katie who works with NBA top shot um, i spoke to her in the early days just sort of Laid out my story where I come from. I've got a background in finance. I've got a background, obviously now in, in the NFT space. I um I did sort of participate in the the other project I mentioned, Gods and Chain, just you know as a player and a bit of feedback and so forth. Um and also with their pack drops and how it all went. So and then obviously the NBA. So I yeah that's what I came into the Discord, laid it out to them and they accepted me into the beta into the beta. A long long time ago um so that would have been somewhere around early 2000 uh eventually they opened up the uh in top shot discord to close beta it would have been about june i'd say early june and it would have been about 70 of us in early june so that was what, what we referred to as actually alpha not, not beta so that would have that was the early team um and look that would have been in in my opinion, anyway, the, sort of the who's who of the NFT landscape. You know, fairly deep pocket, so I, was, I wasn't one of those guys. I sort of came with the background, the expertise in the NBA sort of thing. So that's that's what I brought to the table um, and just shared my opinion and shared a couple of things with the guys there, and we got to know each other. So, you know, being a very closed Discord, 70 people, you get to know the guys, you know. So Ryan was in there, Katie, um, Alan, and all the guys from Dapper, they will in their day in and day out just stress testing everything we could. The pack drops um, again, very very small team. You can imagine the difference now between that and this is night and day. Like I could message um, half the Dapper team, and I wouldn't get a response for a week. Not because they don't want to respond, because they just they've got more important things to do. Whereas before, we'd you know we'd trade together. Like Ryan and I have traded many times. And I probably ended up on the on the worst side of that in hindsight, but <laughs> that's why he's the CEO. Um, so look, it was it was an interesting time. So in terms of the pack drops and legendaries, uh, the first one was Cosmic from Memory, and that sat around for a while, even though there was, you know, a lot of deep pockets in that early alpha team, um, and you can see the accounts now like Whale Shark, um, the creator of the um, Whale currency, you know, their portfolio. Uh, sits in that uh, whale vault it's worth about 20 25 million so and he dropped a couple hundred thousand there was a lot of other users that did the same so and even having said that we still couldn't sell out of the cosmic pack probably for a good week I'd say um, that was 230 a pack which had one cosmic I think three metallic golds and about that six base moments um, so that was interesting you know obviously in hindsight you wish you could go back in time and buy up every, everything you could, but it certainly was an interesting space. So um, so fast forward to sort of July-August period, that's when we opened it up to a few more waves of members in the Discord. Um, and that they're the yellow roles you guys see now in Discord. That's the um, early access guys and girls. Um, so we added 20 to 30 at a time, and then obviously it opened up to then closed beta and then open beta eventually is, you know, what you guys see it as now, open beta. Um, in terms of the, how the pack drops sort of um, uh, matured over time, uh, it progressively got harder and harder to, um, you know, participate, especially the legendary ones. But having said that, you probably still could have got an entry in most of those. Uh, the rare ones you could have picked up, Pretty much what you could afford to buy um you know i know some guys that picked up well over 100 in each drop in the sort of the rare space commons base packs sat around for weeks um look it it just makes sense there wasn't as many members in the discord so you know there, there wasn't a lot of people that had hundreds of thousands of dollars to spend on these things because we already spent all that money or most of it buying up the early stuff um So uh, is there anything else you guys want me to go through in more detail? I'm more than happy to talk about. um, Yeah.
0: Just let me know. No. You got one, Justin? I was going
1: to say, yeah. So, I mean, like you mentioned, obviously you've been around for a while. What is that kind of, um, you know, best value you got way back when that you're like, huh, I'm glad I spent those $200. I'm or glad I traded or I'm glad I bought this in the marketplace that now is kind of like a, you know, pinnacle
2: to your portfolio. Um, That was selling LeBron Cosmic. Uh, 12 ETH. That's probably what my best moment was, which sounds counterintuitive because you know if you had one of those, it would probably be worth like 50 grand to 100. Um, mine wasn't a very good number. It was like 31 or 35. Uh, but I sold that literally as soon as I pulled out of the pack. So I, I could afford to buy two um, Cosmic packs and a bunch of... So my initial investment was about 2500 and I spent maybe a couple hundred dollars on, on a credit card when some of the moments got retired probably in august sometime um so early on i got two packs and i completely lucked out you know with the lebron sold it immediately um and that held the record for quite a while but you know i just did the math and thought well if i'm not going to put more money into this and at that time like it's easy to go well you know it's pretty stupid to do but it's what afforded me that leverage to be able to go back and buy more packs and, and so that's how I've grown my portfolio, through the randomness and buying out the randomness, which basically means, you know, if you could um, – the probably the best example of that is the LeBron metallic gold drop where he was the featured player. So by that I mean he was the most prominent or one of the most prominent metallic golds in that particular drop. can't remember which one it was, maybe drop three. And, um, you know, on average you'd get about one in ten, um, one in ten packs of LeBron. So I ended up buying nineteen or twenty and I had I got three. So, you know, again, you know, that sounds pretty cool now because they traded so high, but back then it might have been a couple hundred dollars. So now that's how I've grown my portfolio, just just through that and just buying up some of the cheap stuff the, the base moment. So I'm not I don't play really much in that um, legendary space. I know a lot of guys do. But for me it's it's a lot more fun in the in the um, base moments, metal, gold, stuff like that, because, my, my, again, my budget wasn't massive, so that's how I could afford to play the game and use my MBA knowledge and trading and all that to, to, to leverage. So at the peak, the floor value of my portfolio was about $1.6 million. And, you know, so to grow from that, that's the, that's the only way I could do it, through selling high-end stuff um, and then leveraging it down into stuff that I thought that was value. So... Uh, it holds quite a lot of um, base moments under 100 and, you know, sort of special numbers that I think have long-term value. So it's obviously dropped in value like everyone else's. I think it's dropped by about 30%. So, um, but, yeah, we needed that pullback. You know, that's a very healthy pullback. Um, I ended there. You guys can ask more questions. <laughs> I feel like I'm just blabbing on. <laughs>
1: Yeah, no, I, I agree with you. That pullback's very healthy, and I mean, great to see. We even saw it, I think, about two days ago. We started getting the other uh, turn back upward. Uh, so to see that, you know, after the uh, exuberance, the massive spike, only to get a thirty percent kind of correction, um, I think oh, that's absolutely. That's a good thing. Uh, yeah, and then it's very good. You mentioned that, like, you know, you didn't have the greatest LeBron. It was thirty something, thirty random. Um, How do you think about those numbers, especially for, you know, your more rare numbers? Like, do you believe, you know, obviously we know the number one, the jerseys are extremely valuable, but outside of that, how do you kind of value when you're uh, approaching in the marketplace?
2: Um, Look, I I obviously do value the low on mint numbers, um, as does the market. Yeah. So early on, we, it was interesting interesting conversations very in in the alpha stages where we thought okay well how and we did ask these questions it's all on record and discord it's just most people can't access it because it's a closed group but i can sort of pull some of these things out and i will at some point in time the chatter um you know we're literally talking like how's the market going to how's the nba fan going to um you know appreciate or not appreciate these numbers so the serials because from where I came from in the you know cardboard land, it really, no one gives a shit. Like it's, you've got the, maybe the jersey and then that's it. So, you know, that, that was my perspective and the NFT guys, I was also one of them, but I had the other perspective, which, you know, the NFT community will be very small when this thing gets very big. So, you know, who cares what the NFT guys think? It's the NBA that I care about. Um And, you know, they convinced me or we convinced each other that there would be value in lower mints, like artwork and all that sort of stuff. So anyway, that's how we rolled on from there. And, you know, whether that carries through if this thing, you know, is 10 years old, um, I think it will because it makes sense. We've talked about this before where in the cardboard you've got the PSA 9s and 10s. Um, Obviously, we don't have that in NBA Top Shot, so... Is this, you know, are the lower mints our version of PSA 10? I think there's an argument there that they they are. So, you know, I do value them. For me, it's all about the liquidity, to be very frank. You know, I buy lower mint stuff because, one, I can afford it now. And then, two, uh, when I do want to get rid of a set, um, you're probably going to sell it quicker being, you know, a set under mint 100 or under 500. Because uh, that's the um, target audience that I'm going after, which is the more the high end investors for my own stuff and where I can't afford to. And it's really like, even if you look at season two, I had a look, I literally had a play around for two minutes just to prepare for this. And I usually don't prepare for anything. Um, in season two, I had about 35 moments missing to complete my set. And um, all I did was just scroll right to the top sort of cereals under you know 100 and you could get stuff for like 40 50 bucks and some the play is not that great like i picked up i'll tell you what i picked up um i picked up jordan clarkson number 88 which is very meaningful to me i think i paid about 100 for it and this is this is season two so you can still find stuff lying around uh, but for me it's all about that you know the, the liquidity if i do sell, decide to sell something I can move it fairly quickly um, because I think that will be attractive to um, investors. And when you
1: say 88, I assume that's from the you know Chinese number eight luck symbol. Um, is that why it's valuable or is there something else?
2: Yeah, that's it. Okay. <laughs>
1: I mean, I was born that year. I don't know if we just had
2: a connection that you were trying to, you know, but it works. 88 is too. I'm, I'm trying not to give away the secrets, but <laughs> the cat's sort of out out the bag a little bit. I've been collecting the 88, so I um, I probably got close to, I don't know, maybe 80 to 90 from season one now. Um, so the aim was to try and put the set together, but it's it just it's too difficult. It's too expensive. People um, just need yeah. one holdout. <laughs> Well, that's it. So, I mean, the intent was never to put the set together in its entirety like that. That would literally be impossible, I think. Um, the intent was to put a set together with eighty-eight and the triple eights, and you know where I have to go, then just do an eight. Um, but obviously, that's that's the lean into the Chinese lucky numbers. So the cat's out of the bag. So I'm, I'm pretty much screwed now. I've like buried myself. This is done.
0: <laughs> hey, hey, if you've got all of the 88s already, then you want the people to know how valuable those no, I are, don't. Right? That's,
2: that's the problem. I've got maybe a, th- a third of them. So <laughs> I don't have all of them. Yeah.
0: It'll be interesting to see how things do, things like that do or don't gain value over time. I, I liked hearing about how, you know, it seems like you have – maybe a little bit more of a relatable investment strategy than some of the other big, big time players, because you're not just dealing in the cosmic streets where you're the one out there making these 100K per purchases. And it relates a little bit to a question that we got from one mm-hmm. of our Twitter followers, shout out to at Andrew Mackins. And he was just asking for people with a lower bankroll Are there any specific moments that you may recommend targeting under 100 or under 50? Or if you don't want to shill specific players, just any general strategy for somebody that's maybe working with a smaller bankroll about how they can target some lower priced moments and then potentially flip those for a profit and kind of build their bankroll up the way that you did. Obviously, it's a different market now. So curious how, how you feel about the lower stakes with the, the price point to entry being a little bit higher these days?
2: Yeah. Oh, look, there's, there's a couple of things you could do there. $100 is not a lot, to be honest. So it's really difficult to deal with $100. Um, it, it, that's, that's difficult. Um, so you'd have to go where the li- liquidity is, and that liquidity right now is all the new money is coming into Season 2. Um, everyone that comes into the space is seen Season 2 um, because it's that's what's being released. That's what's in packs. It's more affordable, um, and the main key thing there is liquidity. So if you want to buy you know, you know, buy something, you've got to be able to flip it quickly. Season one, it's more of an investor type of thing. So depending on what angle you come from, if you come with $100 and you just want to buy a couple of things and just sit on it because you want to experience, be part of history, as I call it, you know, you're probably better on buying some stuff in season one. There's not a lot there you can get for 100 bucks. It's dropped, so there's some entry-level moments of guys you probably – most people never heard of, um, and that might double and triple in time. That's that's tough to sit and watch paint dry. Um, so I'd probably venture into season two. Look at guys that um have a lower mint count. So you now I think the uppermost now is 15,000. So see if you can find something um, that maybe even capped sort of seven and a half. Uh, I don't know. Again, guys, I haven't looked season two very. You know, for a very long period of time at all but try to find some of those cheaper moments where they potentially will be ca- capped uh, in, in the future where you know that the, their price should technically rise um, and then flip, flip as much as you can it, it's no secret um, if you believe in the platform you will make a profit at some point in time because the sheer amount of players that will come into this space will, will you know will carry you up so i don't think i'm a genius it's just the way things have played out, it, it wasn't hard to make money. Now it's a bit harder. So now you'll sort of start to see people that can make money in this, in this space sort of come to, to the top. Um, having said that, it's also, you know, if you've got a decent bankroll or a decent portfolio, it's a bit easier as well. So you can push things around quicker. Um, but yeah to answer your question my weird answer is season two look for the cheaper moments if it's under 100 bucks ideally it'd be a couple grand then you could make you can make some headway into um, into some of your trades you can also then touch um, you know reach out to I should say to members in discord because they'll take you a little bit more seriously if you've got a couple grand to spend than then a hundred dollars so a hundred dollars is really difficult to to, to, to maneuver, maneuver with <coughs> That's yeah. my opinion, and I think
1: you're, you make sense. And I think that what I'm really hearing there is the liquidity angle. Is if you're trying yeah, to, you, you need to find ones that are going to, you know, buyers, seller in the marketplace a bunch, and then mm-hmm. as that movement goes, maybe then you're trying to use your basketball knowledge, use something that you can make a, you know, a hypothesis on, and expect yep. that hey, there's going to be an increase in value. For example, we just had the All Star Game voting come out. Maybe you could have gotten ahead of the game there. Find someone like a Christian Wood who maybe is going to be rookie of the year, I mean, not rookie of the year, um, most improved player, cool. got some yeah. votes, underrated. And so that's maybe a short-term opportunity that has liquidity if you're going series two and use that mm. to propel the long-term upward trajectory.
2: Yeah. It's 100% spot on. Um, yeah. Like, so for example, literally the only two moments that I've, been, that I've purchased early on in season two, uh, because partly because I love the player uh, is John Wall. Uh, so, That's something else, the other angle of that is it's his rookie moment or first play, as as it should be called soon enough. Um, That will have some added value when it gets tagged as such. So, you know, just look for some of those things that will add value. Um, I think over time it'll actually grow, but if you want to get there quicker, you've got to have an edge. You've got to do something extra. You've got to do your research, find that value where no one's looking, I suppose. I love hearing that, John Wall. I completely agree. I remember
1: we were scooping him for $3, 4 $5 um, mm. when people were, weren't really picking up on that. Um, I think even on our live stream last night, we brought up John Wall. I think Gordon Hayward's another one in that same scenario where the players that don't have that Series 1 yeah. moment, so this
2: becomes yeah. their rookie version. Um, I think that's a strong uh, strong move. So I'm just looking at my John Walls and honestly, guys, I only did it for maybe a couple of days. I went hard at the lower serials. So I've got one, two, three. I've got about six in the lower end and I've got about only about 10, 12 in total. So I've got to go back and have they going up at all? I think they're about 20 bucks or something now. Right. I mean,
1: significantly up. They want three, four X from when they were in that kind of low end range. I actually took yeah. the opposite and I just went and said, Hey, um, because this okay. is a series two, com, because there's like 12,000 you know, of these, I'm just going to buy as many of the bottom of the market and just raise mm. that market myself and then expect mm. that eventually people are going to pick up on this. If not, when the first moment tag comes out, it'll get that bump. And so that's yeah, what I was grabbing.
2: It, that's exactly what I did, you know, in season one, I just bought everything for a dollar. It was unfortunate for me. Um, I started a new job about three weeks ago and, and had, had to go to the office for the, and work for a little while. So I remember telling myself, you know, if I go to work today, it's going to cost me like six figures because I would have just sat there and just bought up all those $1 moments. And you know, fast forward two weeks from now, some of those are trading at $100. So, you know, $50 to $100. It's just ridiculous what, what it's done over three weeks. Um, but that $14, John Wall, that's very good value. So you know, in my opinion, that's a – there's something there and the reason for that is you can see um, i'm just looking at the um listing now 974 listings so until that works its way through that that supply you're going to get probably even lower potentially closer to 12 bucks or whatever it doesn't really matter it's a couple of dollars difference but the other thing I'll person do soon enough is just go through season two and then look at the listing size and then try to you know, obviously try to look at guys like John Wall and, and those and see um, where some of those outliers do lie because there's just so much uh, supply there that sellers are jumping over each other just trying to sell it for $13, $12, which is just ridiculous. Like, I mean, I, each their own, but for me, I, I wouldn't sell that far a $100. I think it's got a lot of room to go. So... Um, but yeah, for me, we'll be looking at those listing sizes. So you know, something approaching to a thousand listings is ridiculous. So you should be able to get a lot of value out of that as a buyer.
1: And I think you've got to take into account that people have different goals and you know what they're trying to get out of the platform. And so yep. last night, after we had those packs release, you just saw moments flooding the market at their cheapest mm-hmm. and even dropping that down by dollar two, just because player, you know, people who were getting the packs. They uh, don't, maybe, you know, maybe they just wanted those top end cards. Maybe they don't want their kind of, you know, Brandon yeah. Clark and Jackson yeah. Hayes and stuff. And those are two of the guys that I was like, hey, you shouldn't be going for two, three dollars. But people hmm. open it. They don't really know anything about that person. And they just throw hmm. it in the marketplace for what the cheapest is and drop it by a dollar. And that just keeps happening. And so I think that's a strong, hey, if you've got the $100 bankroll wait till there are pack moments when there are pack releases and just sit at that marketplace because that is where there is value hitting at those really cheap end yeah yeah spot on
0: agreed with that as well right it's a lot a lot easier to scoop up a bunch of three and four dollar moments and try to flip those for six or seven dollars as opposed to grinding something from twenty five dollars to thirty dollars so i like what you guys both said there and I also like that strategy for the lower bankroll folks to to pick one cheap price moment that that you feel good about and buying multiple of them similar to mm-hmm. what Justin talked about there with the John wall identifying that opportunity and then kind of you know making that small investment but double triple quadrupling down on it and then trying to flip those guys I think that's yeah. a good play for someone that, that only has hundred bucks or so to float around. I did want to ask one question, and I think, Justin, you you had this question too, Wade. You mentioned briefly the concept of the new tags that may be coming and that first Mm -hmm. moment tag, Mm -hmm. and we were wondering if you could give us any extra insight into, like, how, how do we know, how can we identify which of these moments are going to get that first tag moment? I think Justin had some specific cases where it was like, maybe there are some moments that were minted before they were released. We're just yeah. Yeah. Justin, yeah, jump, yeah so
1: what, what we saw was that a few of the people had moments that were um, minted, and I think it was May two thousand nineteen. But then the actual highlight wasn't until after that date. So it's almost like they minted it, then added the highlight. And I'm just trying yeah. to get an idea. So I'll use Crypto Slam to tell me like, hey, what I think is that
2: first moment. But this is easy. To yeah, there's an easier way. So I, the reason why I started my um, YouTube channel was not because I wanted to be famous, quite the opposite. Um, I just wanted to set some facts straight because there was a lot of misinformation out there in terms of, you know, this has gone back I think four weeks when I put out a couple of videos just to give the guys some tools and all that sort of stuff. So there's a particular tool if you guys, I don't know if you can do it on, on the um, podcast now but it's um i think it's topshotexplorer.com is the is the url uh, so if you let's see if i can bring it up so yeah it's topshotexplorer.com is the url tj do you want to share
1: your screen and walk through this
0: yes i can do that
1: i would if i wasn't trying to uh this make is a, a, a big, big purchase right now oh uh, yeah the top topshot top shot explorer right
2: oh look i can talk talk through it if you guys if you can't bring it up but no, no, we, we can knowledge. get it It's because it's a great site, yeah. Oh, there it is. Perfect. So I was looking at my, my own screen. Okay, so if you go to set zero at the top, so I'll just give you, um, so go to base set zero. So lock means it's locked. Okay, so if we go to who, who's got um, multiple moments, so Trey Young is probably the one that comes up a, a bit for me. So if you just type in, um, see it's a search record. Yeah, it's type in Trey or Young. Okay, so the first moment minted here um, is the lower one, sorry, the higher one. So, if you, sorry, if you sort the play ID from um, top to bottom, yep. So you can see the first moment minted on the blockchain or in this set is that number one. So that's how you can tell which is the first one. So that's his handles and it's got, so if you go to the marketplace, you're just going to find that particular one. It's, a, it's the one, 2978. Um, well, if you want to just search another one, uh, if you search, um, I don't know, just think of the player that we just need multiples of.
0: Let me go with LeBron. I was about to say, there can't be more than one LeBron. Le- Le- LeBron's no. one of
2: the hard, harder ones, guys, because he has, if you, if you go to search ID player, ID, yeah, that's sort of, yep. So you'll you'll notice he's got two that are both the same in terms of the play type, the um Play type is the same and the mint size is the same. So it's a bit hard to tell which one is which. So there's only a couple of moments in the entire base one which are hard to tell for if, if someone new to the space because they're exactly the same play type um, and mint number. So you, it's, Let's it's, try Kawhi because I know that was one I was looking at. For the guys that want to know, it's the, it's the dunk on the Kings, the entire team. Okay. That was the first play. Um, so Kawhi, you could see the end of the 88. Quite evident it's minted to one, two, five, six. So that's the first play. Okay.
1: And I think for the most part, the marketplace is already baking this in. So if you do Correct. see two series one moments with the prices, you can assume um, that it's likely going to be the more expensive one. Um, I've also seen there's usually a correlation where the first moment is lower mint as well, which was probably just when they were creating it. Um, they were basing off the demand and there was just a little less demand. Um, but some things to at least keep in mind when you're trying to find out what you think that first moment tag is going to be.
2: Yeah. And look, there, there, there are some that are actually inverse. So um, like Trey Young is, you saw before what his moment was. It was the high minted one. Um, he's, in my opinion, should be priced higher, but it's not. I don't believe it is priced high. It used to be priced quite low, considering what it is, compared to his other second moment, which is minted to 1,500. So most people obviously don't know still don't know about this um and they'll just see the low and and go okay well that should be worth a lot more and um for most part that's been the case i'm arguing the opposite you know because you're only ever going to have just one of those uh so, so rookie moments, so to speak or first place for a particular player so i think it's quite valuable
1: TJ knows that's been uh, kind of the basis around my uh, thesis. Of, was just trying to find that force scarcity, the scarcity that can't be yeah. ruined by just continuing to make moments over and over, and you're yeah. always only going to have, you know, either one rookie season, one rookie, one first moment, um, and so forth. Yeah, I believe it's ultra rare,
0: but what would I know? <laughs> <laughs> Agre- agreed with that. That that was that was super helpful. I did not know. Uh, that, that we could look at things that way, to be honest. And that, yeah. that's one of the cool things about this space. I feel like every day I learn something different about how to use some of these external tools, whether it's the Top Shot Explorer or how to look at the data on Crypto Slam or new features within the intangible dot market. So for those folks out there that are not familiar with these tools, we'll try to to bring you some more content explaining how some of these works and, and I'll continue making those instructional videos because I think it's it's critical to understanding what's truly going on, right? And one of the things that is always interesting to me, Wade's, is that the, the denominator that we see for an LE is not necessarily how many are actually in circulation, right? So a Correct. series one moment could say that there were a thousand minted, but my understanding is that it's possible that hey, maybe there's only actually 800 in circulation and 200 of them have been, I think I've heard that referred to as burned. And basically those, those 200 are never going to be entering the marketplace. So one of the things that we've been trying to look at is, is how to identify those cases where there's a moment that is actually fewer in supply than it appears based on the denominator mm-hmm.
2: the of that moment. Yeah. So the only ones that have been burnt are the Western Eastern Conference Finals, I believe. Um, It's a set that I didn't, it's a pack that I didn't buy myself. But uh, the team um, put out, I think it was to 750, and that was quite early on. So it's just, it was way too much for the marketplace at that point in time. So the idea was to burn those inserts. um, So not the actual base moments that came in those packs, just the inserts themselves. So that's the only set that's been, I think, I don't know if they've concluded they're going to burn it, but that's the talk anyway. Um, the other ones, there's a lot in season one that hasn't been released in circulation. So if you look at some of the LeBron moments, the way you can tell is if you, if you want to, do you guys know how you can tell what's been released in circulation, or we're going to run through that quickly. Yeah, go for it for the listeners. I know TJ gave a little
1: introduction when we were looking into the um, the Legendary, the Hollow Series 2 that we're just kind of minting, but I think yeah, it'd be so helpful if, to get an
2: OG. Yep, so if you go to the marketplace and just search any of the Season 1 moments, um, any anything really, I think it'll... Um, it, sorry, yes. Uh, sorry, if you actually search for Harry Giles, that's one that's my kryptonite type of thing. <laughs> In Harry Jones. Sorry. I've got one, and Steve vehement gifted me one of those because I choose not to buy one for $800. <laughs> he was a uh, uh, he's a dookie, which was my school's rival uh, in college. So yeah, but see you look at that. That's that's really not fair. It's $600 for that. So if you click on the moment itself, this is how the mm-hmm. listeners can um, check what's in circulation and what isn't uh you know it it just messes with the marketplace so the team the dapper team will release these moments at some point in time which is still no one knows how that's going to be done um yeah that's we have no news on that we just know they'll be released so if you scroll down a little bit for me and click on that um 1000 edition size Okay, so you see that where it says minted, that means it's sitting in Dapper accounts. So if you scroll down just a little while, you'll notice there's most of those are minted, which means they're, they're held back.
1: And I think the question though becomes because we've seen some news, sometimes they're going to actually find a way to release some of these ones that have been held um, yeah. from Series One. And then some, as you mentioned, that conference finals um,
2: are just going to get burned. Yeah. Yep. so these will get released. Conference ones will get burnt, and that's the only one that will get destroyed, as as far as I know. Yeah, that makes uh, sense. And you, yeah. so you can see that this this one literally has, I think, about seven hundred old moments that are held back. So in terms of the market, the scarcity, you know, it's it's a false supply demand um, economy. So that's why I stay away from stuff like this. Exactly. Perfect. That that's that's
0: a great call out. So. Just to, to put that in terms for the people, right? The minted number here is 1,000. So the natural instinct is going to be, okay, I'm assuming that this market has 1,000 of these Harry Giles in circulation. However, that's not actually the case because as we can see, a ton of them are being held by the Top Shot team and will eventually enter the marketplace. But that, that's obviously the, the current... Number in circulation is far less than a 1,000. And like Wade says, as a result, we feel that that jams up the price. Simple supply-demand calculation. That that makes sense. Super helpful. Yep. TJ,
1: can I break in real quick? I think we have some breaking news.
0: Yeah, why don't you break in? You can share your screen.
1: We just made a purchase. Oh, there you go. Oh, baby.
0: (laughs) Wow. Live on screen. (laughs) Love it like it's not a lot
2: I, I can attest to that that just literally happened because you guys are talking about buying it <laughs> before we went to, to air so well done so a little context here just to fill in um the viewers
1: this uh Devin booker cosmic was purchased by someone with his name in sociable pond um and they got it for 180 dollars i think three two three days ago um it was someone must have accidentally listed it, thinking it was the cool cat. They were putting it up for 180, even though that's significantly cheaper. And this person was right place, right time, and it was their second moment that they purchased. Um, so just a fantastic situation for them. And then over the past 48 hours, we've actually got in contact with the person. We used a very unique way to get in contact with him. We TJ changed his account name for a short period of time that says "DM me at." TJL5124. Uh, and then we gifted him a moment because that was the only way we could actually reach out to him. He did DM TJ. We went back and forth on price and stuff and kind of negotiations. And uh, for whatever reason, we just weren't able to make something happen off screen, you know, offline. So what we ended up seeing is he just would uh, that price fluctuate if anybody was watching it from started at 22, went down to 13, went back up to 18. And then this morning, Literally three minutes before we jumped on this pod, uh, when Wade's was in the lobby and we were just kind of chatting. I get this, you know, I see it, and we're like, oh shit. Like we knew that we had a price point and we were probably willing to go to about 12. We think this is probably worth at least, you know, 18. Um, we previously bought the Jokic one uh for twenty thousand. And so here for we think this is an amazing deal. Um, and so we're ecstatic.
0: Love that. Good news on the pod. Maybe, maybe we'll do a quick <laughs> show breaking that down further. Happy to happy to have you all along the ride for this one, Wades. All right. Yeah, we, <laughs> we are our 45 minutes in here, guys. I think that we definitely wow. need to touch on a topic that is on the tip of everybody's tongue. Everyone's talking about the cool cats. Cool cats challenge one the master Cool Cats challenge that was recently announced in episode three of this podcast. Justin and I did a deep dive into everything about the Cool Cats challenge and how we're approaching it from a strategic perspective. So, Wade's just wanted to get your high-level thoughts on what you think about the challenges in general and specifically Mm -hmm. this Cool Cats challenge, because I think that it's, it's a key inflection point in the market obviously the cool cat challenge is much more of an affordable price range when you compare it to like the metallic gold per se but it's still sure. on the upper range we've we've been looking at some data tracking how many people own you know one through five of the cool cats so, yeah, what, what do you think about the challenge and specifically this master challenge? Because I know that there was one previous one that Justin and I were not personally involved in, but you were around for those days.
2: I uh, looking challenges in particular have been great in the past because the entry to most of them was quite affordable. Uh, to give you some perspective, take you back in time, um, I'll just pick on. Probably my favourite because I, you know, spent quite a bit of time and not not, not a lot of money on it, but the runner back challenge for Kevin Durant. Um, I completed multiple sets of that and it's paid off and then some. Uh, but at that time, you could have put it together for literally maybe, I'll be lying, about $600 maybe, thereabouts. Uh, it was a particular case there where the team stuffed up the drop with the runner backs where you open the pack and you literally had the same moment for you know, you might have pulled five um Devin Booker's or five Tobias Harris, so the, the RNG was completely wrecked. So what they did was they gave us back, they let us keep the content contents, and then they gave us back fifty percent of the purchase price. So what that meant was you could go back and buy on the next drop or the re-release, you could buy, you know, another fifty percent more of the. So that allowed me to basically put together a couple of sets. sets. Um, and, you know, get a few nice KDs. So that was the third way I used to uh, you grow my account, just through challenges, because the lower mints, and you can see the price difference now between um, the metallic golds, the 150, as opposed to the other one, that it's far greater than, you know, the counterpart. So I encourage people, if, if they can afford to do it, do it, but you're just going to watch because the moments do run up quite significantly in price Prior to the, um, well, as the challenge is about to get rewarded, and they'll drop off as well after it's been. So you got to do your numbers. I mean, my advice would be to chase the ones that, where the reward is quite significant, like in this case, I believe it is significant enough. Um, you might, if you do the numbers before and after, you might not make any profit out of it. What you're really chasing there is that alpha, which is the, hopefully you get a low mint yep. um, because. You know, right now the, everything's expensive. Like these moments three months ago would have been going for anywhere between ten and twenty bucks. Maybe Booker would have been twenty-five. So for me to sit here and go, well, three forty-five is cheap. It's it is. It's all relative, I suppose. But um, a lot of people, you know, wouldn't won't be able to afford all five of them. So, and now the team, the DAPA team, is also completely outlawed multiple accounts. So. The, the days of having multiple sets and all that sort of stuff is beyond behind us I so. say.
1: yeah and i think a lot of people are like you know how is it going to be sustainable these challenges are completed it's over a thousand dollars and you know mm. average user just doesn't have that much that they're probably willing or able to you know commit to you know collectibles of moments um, but yeah. the way that i kind of see it is we are still so early in this that Yes, it's a higher price now because people understand that the Series One, the Series Two, are going to be significantly more valuable than future series. If you look two, three years down the road when the general, you know, mass market's in this, those prices are probably going to be a lot more affordable. But they're still going to look back on those Series One, Series Two as like, wow, that was like the OG, that was like the original. And I understand why those are so valuable. There's so few of them. There's, you know, they were so hard to get. You really had to be in this from the beginning. And so yeah. there's still a way to make this a mass market appeal and something that's financially, you know, um, available to everyone, even though it doesn't mean that, you know, just cause you can't afford a legendary series one or some of these more extreme ones doesn't mean yeah. it's bad for the
2: product. And look, absolutely right. hundred percent on spot on Justin. Um, and just to add to that as well, this is a very unique um, challenge because it's in the, it's in uh, four stages, I believe, um, which, is we've only done that once before with the GOT game. Um, and what happened there was you needed to keep all five moments, including the rewards, so in this case, Bluka and the other five, so six in total, through the stages to get the master reward. So we know now that's it's Lamella Ball, Cool Cats, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. Uh, so that would be quite valuable. Um, as, you can guys, as you guys can see, the, the values of these things are not cheap. So my theory is that as you progress through the stages, more and more people will get left behind which will make that end moment quite rare. So, again, if you can afford to, uh, do it. If you can't, um, just look to sell to sell these entry level or the first, second round moments right toward the end because I think they'll also grow in value or at least hold their value. So um, unless you need the money for something else, maybe look to dispose of these uh, later down the track. The other thing that's thrown a bit of a wrench in the works for me is this: there's this other moment that the um, – or the the members of the um, crypto CryptoKitties? Yeah. So I, I, I don't have any information about that. I've been told they'll be gifted these moments, which no one else can have. Um, so unless they decide to sell them, we're pretty much screwed. So I don't know how that's going to play with the market dynamics. Um, I hope they do, you know, list them for sale. Um, I don't know how many will be released, if there's going to be enough for, you know, for the resale yep. market or not? I honestly don't know. I have no information on this. I've just been told today by one of the one of the friends of the community. So
1: what I can at least say from what I've seen from uh, whether it was Al, I think it was actually Alan in Dabber Labs, um, okay. is that he feels that this will not be the bottleneck. And so I think what he meant by that is there are going to be significantly more of these gifted out than okay. we've seen of some of the others. So whether he's saying the 5,000 Whether he's saying the however much we have of Luca at the end of the day, he's expecting that there will be enough in the market that'll be okay. And the truth is, let's say you ended up with 10,000 of these moments. Well, Mm -hmm. if it's not actually, so I believe it's going to be Carl Anthony Towns. Um, I believe the cat, the KT there is kind of a a play on word for the crypto kitty. And so if you consider a Carl Anthony Towns moment, that's not Aligned to anything that's just a series two out of let's say seventy five hundred ten thousand, how much is that normally in the marketplace? I don't know, maybe twenty dollars. Now, obviously, with the challenge, it's going to have increased value. But if you're only actually having, you know, a you know half of those five thousand, maybe even less, completing the lamello, there's going to be a large additional supply of these from a majority of people who aren't involved in Top Shot that maybe are just going to want to flip it. So. I think it's going to be a very volatile market, especially early on. Um, hmm. But if that number is as high as Alan was alluding to, I don't think this is going to be as much of an issue as people are kind of, uh, you know, concern, the, the concern that I've seen from the, you know, Discord, Twitter, et cetera.
2: Yeah. Well, that's good. Uh, that That's news to me. So uh... I like I said. I, someone mentioned it to me today. I've been away most of the day, and, and that's uh, that's great news. If that's the case, if there's going to be an oversupply of those, because that that would not be a good thing. If it's if you know that's a bottleneck of like five hundred, that's, that's pointless. Yeah. yeah,
0: agreed. Yeah, I can say that you can see that they're continuing to try and find different creative ways, which Justin and I have talked about previously. That. You know, we, we like the the fact that there's some randomness that comes in here with the different wrinkles that the Top Shot mm. team can throw out there. I think it keeps keeps people on their toes and makes it so that this this is not really a solvable game because you don't necessarily know 100% of the rules ahead of time. And, you know, to us, that makes it interesting. That makes it appealing to the masses. And it's something that, that we think is a key part of the product as long as the NBA top shot team continues to to handle things in the right way which it it seems like they are. They seem very focused on long-term growth and creating a sustainable ecosystem for years to come versus trying to you know capitalize on on quick short-term things now. And I think that's big. All right. So let's do let's do a little game here. Justin and Wade's and what we're going to do, we're going to call this the over under game. And I'm going to ask Justin a question that relates to the Cool Cats challenge. Justin is going to give what his answer is. And then Wade's, we're going to kick it over to you and have you discuss whether or not you think that it will come in over or under Justin's number and why. And yeah. we have a brief discussion about it and move on to the next one. I think this will be a fun little exercise. So That sounds good. First question over to you, Mr. Justin Herzig. How many people do you think will complete the Cool Cats Challenge for Cool Cat Challenge One for the Luca Dantas reward? I've said this
1: number from the beginning, and uh, I still don't think it's too far off. So I'm going to stick with 3,500.
0: 3,500. Okay, Wades. What are we thinking here? You think 3,500 is the right number? You think it's under that, over that?
2: I think it's just slightly under that. I have to disagree. I have to, Otherwise, it wouldn't be much of a show. <laughs> um, uh, look, honestly, I initially said about 1,700. Then my next answer was about 35. So I, I tend to agree with Justin. I think it probably just come underneath that. Uh, but the way it's going, it's um, – look, the other thing we've got to take into account is this news that the team put out today or yesterday that they'll, you know, ban basic, not ban accounts, uh, but the multiple accounts. So they just want everyone to consolidate. So I know myself, I've got two sets, so I'm going to sell one of them. I couldn't be bothered going through, I think that there's a month, what are they called? Moratorium or whatever it's called. So whether they'll, they'll let you off the hook, but I think that will not be enough to complete the master challenge, which is a smart thing to do. So they'll want everyone pulling back and, you know, following a line, which, I think it's important for the game too, it's because they they can't get a good read on, you know, the genuine members and all that sort of stuff, uh, because we've got six accounts. So, um, but I think we'll just come under that thirty five, probably thirty four nine nine. <laughs> I
1: think that's, I think we have seen some of the data that shows. Um, and TJ, correct me if my memory is wrong, but I think it's 2,400 have completed the five out of five. Yeah. Yep. You then have another 500 that are at three or four out of five. So that puts us at 2,900 that we can have some level of confidence that are going to complete it. Um, then if you include the people who have two, there's around 500. So that brings us to that 3,400. And then it's kind of who knows from there. Um, yeah. I do think we're going to see a strong price. I think there's going to be a, a substantial price drop near the very end of the challenge. As, as you can see in that blue line, those are all the people that only have one. Um, mm-hmm. And I think a lot of them, you know, some are just going to hold. They're not really paying that much attention. They're just going to whatever and lose out on that value or maybe try to sell later on when you have the people need it for the lamello. But overall, yeah. I think you're going to see those prices kind of drop near the end. Um, so it'll give it a good opportunity.
2: Yeah. yeah. Um, it'd be interesting to see how much it does drop because obviously you're going to need these moments for the next, or for the master challenge. So it's an interesting market this one. Agreed.
0: Agreed. We're going to continue tracking it, keep an eye on it, but yeah, what we have up on the screen here is just a breakdown of, of all the users, how many of them own one through five of the cool cats. What we've seen is that more and more people have been getting to that five of five number as justin said 2400 have secured the 5 of 5 today i have personally tended to lean more towards you Wade, and it being under 3500 i've been saying around 3000 which justin thinks is light so it'll be curious to see uh, how that i think somewhere in between there like i think it almost mm. definitely gets to 3000 and you know it'll land somewhere between that 3000 and 3500 number yeah so okay. with that in yep. mind justin what do you think that the Luka Doncic reward will be going for from a lowest ask perspective two days after the challenge completes? So after it's stabilized a bit, challenge is over, it's two days later, what do we think that the, the going rate for a Luka Doncic card is going to be on the marketplace? Yeah, I think my
1: answer obviously significantly differs once that you know, once the master challenge was announced, and then once it was announced that it's going to be for Lamelo, uh, initially I was saying eight fifty, but I'm going to say ten fifty.
0: Ten.
2: So a, th- a thousand, Justin. 1, yes, 150? one thousand fifty dollars. Okay, I'm just having a look at the marketplace now, just for season one. There's not much else. Uh, see if I can. <sighs> He's
1: That's got tough. three moments
2: that are in the same ballpark, I believe. It's one. Yeah. Um, look I, I'm thinking um, just a little bit more uh, probably between sort of 12 to 1800 so somewhere Ooh. in there I, I he's that. very special so I look anything anything sort of he touches tends the to gold so that's 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 where I'm going uh, probably to sort of somewhere in between those two numbers I'd say about 1500.
0: As an owner of five cool cats, I like I like hearing that. That's for sure. There it is. <laughs> Should I bring out? I
1: got the cool cat over here, the hat. Oh it's- yeah, yeah. It's-
2: <laughs> F- fingers uh, crossed. <laughs> yeah.
0: All right. Let's let's maybe do. We'll do one more that's related to the cool cats, and then one other one that we have here. So the next one is stepping into the next level beyond just the cool cats challenge one, and talking about the master. Cool catch challenge. Mm. Justin, how many people do we think will complete the challenge for Lamello? That's a tougher one.
1: This is tough, especially because we don't know. They've hinted towards they're going to have multiple that may not be in packs. So the Crypto Kitty version, and there may be others as well. Um, so there's mm-hmm. unknown variables here, but I'm going to say 1,500.
2: That's tough. I mean, I'm... I'm yeah. So if, if Luca becomes, say, 3.5, I think we we'll lose about 20% at each stage. So that becomes – it's tough. Uh, I'm going to say about 1,200. I'm hoping it's under a 1,000, but I'd say about 1,200 to yeah, the safe And I think
1: to your point, as it looks like there's going to be fewer, well, then there's going to be more demand for people to get it, and now that number is going to increase, and so you kind of get that back and forth. But I think it it's going to be a like, very valuable moment.
2: Yeah, look if, if one of those moments in say round three is a LeBron James, just the common moment, you know, that what that what's that gonna be worth? A couple grand just to get that. So that immediately throws everything out, yeah. out of whack. So I, I don't think they'd do that, but they might they
1: might. I agree. And I think well, I think what we might see is they're gonna be continue to be young people. So cool cats, that kind of brand was like, hey, who are your young ones? So you bring in, you know, Lamella's the rookie, you've got Lucas, still the kind of young gun in the league. So I don't think they're gonna bring LeBron in, but will okay. they bring someone like a Trey? Who knows?
0: Mm, that's a good point. Do we do either of you guys have thoughts on So we know, we know for a fact, the master cool cats challenge that will include all of the cool cats. They've also teased a potential secondary running challenge type thing that would involve the base set moments of these cool cats challenges. They have not confirmed one way or the other. So are you guys, as of now, I'm kind of planning to just hold my base moments as a result of that just in case. But yeah, do do you guys have any, any thoughts there? It It seems silly to sell them right is that you guys on the same page there
2: yeah i mean personally um i don't say much anyway but um yeah it it makes sense to hold it now um they they may potentially do uh another cool cat like a one-off so if you hold x amount of base moments you get that cool cat and then you'll need that from down the track or whatever so who knows, but you're safer upholding holding it than selling it because you're only going to have to buy it back at a higher
1: price. Right. And at the end of the day, if you're completing this, you're spending around $1,000 for those five at least. So uh, it doesn't move the needle to try to flip those last ones for $10, $20, whatever it is.
0: Agreed. Yeah, just wanted to get that message out to folks for those that maybe don't know about that second potential wrinkle. Don't want anyone to to make a mistake by... Not that selling it is a mistake, but if you sell it without being aware that this may have potential implications, want to make sure everyone has that information. All right, let's do one last over under question. This one is not related to the Cool Cats Challenge, but I think it's another hot topic. And so, Justin, what do you think the price is going to be for the next legendary pack that comes out? In the past, we have seen that they were $230. It seems very clear that the number is going to increase- from there but what do we think that we're looking at in terms of a legendary pack price i'm
1: gonna save 2500
2: for one pack for one pack no, no i don't think they'd do that there they wouldn't be they yeah you, you gotta cater to most of the audience i don't think they don't go 10 times the price um I'll, I'd be surprised if they even increased it. To be honest, I think they have to try a different price point. But um, I'm probably thinking about two ninety nine. Wow. I don't think i will go over three hundred. Yeah.
1: So, so here's my data points. Um, so the first thing is we saw that they said there's going to be sticker shock on the new price. Um, okay. So that maybe kind of be like I thought that was an expectation setting. So that when people see that it is a high number, you know, you just don't have that complete just you know, I don't know, um, uproar. Uh, And then the second is, and I should have checked this, but um, it was one of the, I don't know if it was Roham or one of the kind of just, um, you know, top guys was saying that he's gotten feedback from some of the kind of um, high spenders and they were saying that it should be priced at 10,000. And he felt that that was too high. And I thought that was him now trying to be like, hey, let's, you know, over set the expectation. So now when we come in under it, it'll be value. Um, But he did talk about how we need to find something where, A, it's not going to be people are buying this just to go flip it. We want this to be bought by people who are actually collectors, and we need a way to actually manage the supply versus demand. And so my thought was, I was trying to do a kind of rough estimated value of, as you say, you're going to get three metallic, you know, MGLEs. If you're going to get some of those commons and then the legendary, now there's no LeBron in this. Um, Some of the other best players are going to be rewards from challenges so when we consider what is that price i think if you say it's 2500 your value is still probably going to be more than that maybe you know the ev is something around 5000 so it's still going to create that line out the door of people interest but it's not going to be a just lottery hey you've just won 10x
2: yeah so that's all news to me i did not know any of that like i said i've been sort of out um out of this space a little bit for the last couple of days is doing a couple of these podcasts and so forth so that's all news to me um i don't like the fact they're going to price most people out i absolutely hate it but it's life um given if that's a fact uh, i'd probably push my price probably close to 700 now um per pack oh yeah that that's literally news to me so that's that's interesting i'm going to do a bit more reading and asking around that after this um yeah, geez, that's going to be interesting, isn't it? Yeah, I was thinking 1,000, and I think that was the clean number.
1: Um, and then when I read those additional comments um, is when I kind of bumped that up. So if it ended up being 1,000, I think it would be extremely high demand. I think it would be a attractive price point for the most part. Um, when you do get higher than that, I think that's when, yeah, uh, not only is it pricing people out, but it just creates an actual question of, hey, is this truly worth it?
2: Yeah, look, I, I agree. Um, that's great points there. Obviously, um, yeah, that information I was not aware of. So, yeah, <laughs> um, ten grand, wow. Yeah, I thought that was. It, a, look, a lot it, of silly. it's 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 easy for the yeah. um for the early um for the early adapters to say all these stupid prices because they probably have that much and more sitting in their dapper accounts because you can't cash most of that out. So, again, it, it, you know, they're they're sort of playing to their own tune because they, they're trying to price everyone out of it. So I'm the opposite of that. I, yeah, I'm yeah. opposite of that. So I'd rather have everyone participate if possible, but it, yeah, you can't really do that because you destroy the economy. So it's somewhere in the middle.
1: And as someone who spent the first half of this pod trying to move 10,000 of ether from a Coinbase to the Dapper Labs to then be able to make that, make that purchase. Uh, <laughs> not all of us have that just sitting in the Dapper Labs wallet.
0: Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, completely agree. I think that that's definitely people talking through what is beneficial to them, but hopefully the the Dapper Labs comes to a price point that makes sense and can involve some more of the you know middling tier market folks. But definitely going to be excited times when we see those legendary packs, and that will do it for our game of over under Justin Wade's, love your guys takes. We are going to have this on film so that we can check the receipts and see if you guys were right or wrong. I will have no skin in the game because I didn't give any takes. So I have no risk of being wrong, but you guys, your reputations are now now on the line.
2: On the blockchain. Uh, Yes, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah, it's on the blockchain. Yep, exactly. It's here forever. Oh, all right. I, I think we're, We're nearing towards the end here, but we do still have a couple things that I think are important to cover and understand this is a little bit longer of a podcast, but it's not often that we get to sit with such a special guest in Wade's here. So for those of you that are still listening, I'm sure you are very much enjoying everything that Wade's has to say. I know I certainly am. I found this very interesting. I do have a question that that is a personal question from me and early- or in this podcast you mentioned, and and the whole time throughout this podcast, you've mentioned Discord quite a few times. And I also did see that Pranksy, who's one of the, the OG NFT guys as well, was doing an Ask Me Anything on Twitter. And someone asked him what's the best way to get deeply immersed in NFTs. And his response was Discord. And the quote that he even said was that the home of NFTs is basically Discord. Now for me personally, I come from the daily fantasy sports industry where Discord is, it's a thing, but it's not like the core of the community and how they communicate. And, and it's not valuable. It's not worth yeah. the time in the DFS because it's a lot of people
1: just kind of spewing nonsense back and forth. So yeah, yeah go for it.
0: Yeah, and that, that's what we're trying to understand, I guess, is can you talk a little bit about the role that, and I know that you're a moderator in the Top Shot Discord. So how, what role has Discord played leading up to this point and for users out there that are maybe not super familiar with or super comfortable with Discord, how can we get value out of the Top Shot specific Discord and how do we separate the the noise and the nonsense that goes on there from the really, really valuable information? Because there is really valuable information, but there's also a lot of noise. So I'd be curious your perspective on
2: that. That's interesting. <laughs> so in the early days like think of it like a some high-end gala dinner and you know me being the moderator to going around going you enjoy your drink sir that's basically what i had to do you know as a moderator <laughs> whereas now it's a fucking mosh pit and i'm just going tasing people left right and center that's basically <laughs> what it is now Just being, just kicking people out just for being there <laughs> so look there is limited value right now um not, I shouldn't say that. I'll probably get fired. <laughs> um, <laughs> it's tough, man. It, it's, it really it's disintegrated. So like, I've started my own Discord just to give some of the more uh, mature audience uh, a safer space to play in and, and mingle and all that. But coming back to your question, it is the source of, um, you know, all of our NFT lives, essentially. That's where we all get together. Um, it really is. Uh, there is no other avenue for us. I mean, Facebook is not... An option um i can't think of too much else that we use to communicate other than discord so uh, it's quite handy for the dms for you know for the multimedia for whatever else um you need to really convey your message on and through um you just need to know where to go and what people so it really like in this space it pays off to mingle and to network because you'll get invited to things, you'll get better deals, you'll get uh, – it's no different to real life really you just got to put yourself out there. So for me, myself, you know, when I started off in the beta group or the alpha group, I just put myself out there and offered my whatever their services to, to tell to tell these guys because most of them didn't know, you know, uh, Sean Bradley from Michael Jordan. So it's um, – yeah, so I offered that to them and I had quite a few – uh dms straight away from some of the guys that you you know the biggest players in the space um and i've grown to be friends with those guys and you know we do things together and and so that's so that takes effort that takes time uh but there is no other avenue to really do it other than discord so it's really really valuable if you do anything, get into Discord, get into smaller groups. Um, the NBA top Topshop Discord is, is just nuts at the moment. Uh, we're trying our best to try and keep people in check. Um, the team's expanded, you know, tenfold on the moderator and the captain side and all that sort of stuff, but it really is difficult. I mean, you've got so much demand for a product and then when they Supply doesn't meet the demand or whatever. It's Everyone just goes crazy and acts childish. And our job is to try and keep the community together. Um, you know, in part, we've built the product through having a very, very strong community early on because what you see now as end product or close to end product is a lot of feedback from, you know, maybe a couple hundred people. So, and obviously DAP aside, that, that's, that's, that's their job. But, um, you know, we had a feedback channel that was filled with, you know, hundreds of pages worth of feedback. Just from us, so yeah, yeah. Without a doubt, you yeah. all are doing a thankless
1: job, and uh, <laughs> this is uh, not for any kind of high salaries or even payments or things like that, but just kind of for uh, to further the community. So we are all thankful, um, and uh, I, I know that that is a tough,
2: hurting cats. Situation. Oh, I do enjoy the t- tasing people <laughs> from time to time. <laughs> we that all get sound enjoy- fun. <laughs>
0: oh that's amazing yeah thank you for that insight i think it's it's super helpful to understand so for all the people out there if you are not a member of the top shot discord definitely go and check it out check out wade's discord that he has as well and we you know we've got we've got folks within our team that are constantly looking at the discord we're trying to to find you, the bits of information tweet them so, out. Sorry to
2: catch, sorry to catch you. Up. Do you guys have your own Discord?
0: We do not. We do yeah, not. May, maybe at some time in the
2: future, we probably yeah, should you, set one up. Absolutely. Um, you, need, you need to set it up because you'll get a lot of value out of that too. Okay.
0: okay yeah. We will. Producer Coop on the backlog. <laughs> <laughs> He's doing an amazing job. Shout out to Producer Coop behind the scenes. And we actually have a, a question from Producer Coop. And I think that this is a, a pretty fun question. So <laughs> I'll I'm gonna put a broad scope here, but then ask Coop's specific question because what I really want to understand, Wades, is what, where does Top Shot go from here next? What do we see happening in the next couple of weeks? The remainder of this NBA season, next season, five years, ten years? Where do you see this thing going? And specifically from producer Coop, when will we see our first commercial? for NBA Top Shots during an NBA game?
2: Or will oh, we? Jesus, there's about eight questions in that. Um, <laughs> I'll start with a commercial first. I'd say maybe the beginning of the playoffs. Now, this is just a guess. I have no insight into any of this. I can probably find out, and they'll probably say, mind your own business. Um, <laughs> but I'd say it, it makes some sense to do something maybe in the playoffs, at the beginning of the playoffs, because you've got more eyes, more eyeballs on the, on the on the TV screens, um and we'll have hopefully um a product that's out of beta by then or the team will. I am not an employee of dapper Lab, so um but in terms of where I see it next week, couple weeks, well hopefully we'll have the legendary drop and we'll find out the pricing around that. And I think that'll cement more so now the pricing going forward. Um uh, you know, months and years by the end of the season, um I think We'll probably double the player base. I think mean, I think I'm being conservative there. So from about forty thousand, I don't know what the player base is. I know how many people on Discord at the moment. It's about forty thousand odd. Um, so oh, wow. let's just say it's the same um, in terms of one for one player player base. So we'll probably double that um, in terms of the values. I see the values going up slightly. Um, I see them actually increasing quite a bit, but I'm just trying to be conservative. I don't want people just to jump on this and go, well, you know, I don't know how much pull I've got, probably none, but <laughs> I've, I've said some things and I've seen some things happen in markets. marketplace. I'm going, oh, well, that probably should have kept my mouth shut on that one. <laughs> it's cost me a few bucks. Um, but, yeah, look, in, in sort of longevity of it, I think it's a it's it's a project that will keep going for a very, very, very long time. Um, it just makes sense. You guys see it literally i talk about this social proof where i so observe the players that are coming into the space and keep talking about it uh and everyone sort of loves it the only issue they have is with the platform and it breaking down because they can't buy buy the stuff so you know where what other product can you see that that's out there that people just want to sort of run and give you the money just to buy a pack of it so or yeah so i think it's got it's got a long you know, long history, uh, long future ahead of itself. But they just, the teams just got to make sure the platform performs. Yeah, I agree. Um, I'm trying
1: to think who said it on Twitter, but there was a great tweet last night. Uh, it was actually Davis, one of our friends, Davis Maddock. and he goes, Top shot is dead, says the man refreshing <laughs> top shots through packs five times in
2: the last three hours. Yeah, that's right. Uh, look, <laughs> yeah, people. Their opinions change with these drops. So you, I I come fortunately from a bit of history and I've got you know, moments there to just sit and just enjoy the space now and that's what I do. I probably don't participate as much in the marketplace anymore but I, I couldn't imagine the frustration that people that are coming to this space that are going through when they're just trying to get a pack, just one pack. I mean, yeah, I, I, I do feel their pain. I honestly do. So... Hopefully, one of those people can win the Luca that I'm giving away. That's a great
0: transition. Yes, yes, indeed. And definitely agree with your thoughts there on the marketplace. I think that as long as we can get some of these technical issues out and, and get that more positive experience for the new users, we will continue this growth. And with that, let's transition into the main event of this podcast because... We have a Luka Doncic series one moment to giveaway, but first things first. I mean, we have to ask about the Gary V thing, right? So, mm-hmm. as a part of this giveaway, one of mm-hmm. the requirements was to tag Gary V in the tweet. So, we want to know what was your motivation here? How many different methods have you tried to to reach out to Gary V? I thought that that was a fun little wrinkle to to this giveaway.
1: Have you tried LinkedIn? Have you tried Friendster? Have you ordered him an
2: Uber? Have you gotten him a Drizzly delivery? Like, uh... <laughs> uh, look, it goes back in time quite quite a long time ago. I mentioned in the other podcasts I did a couple of nights ago that I reached out to him through Twitter. Uh, we, we were given directive from Dapper not to you know put anything out in, in the ether in terms of the product, project, anything because it was closed beta, so they didn't want they wanted to fly under the radar. Um, but I did tweet him out a couple of times, and I think I tweeted out because he was peddling one of the rookie cards or something on Twitter, or I don't know, what whatever he usually does. So I, I uh, tweeted out to him, a cosmic Devin Booker, um, and he, he never came back. Obviously, he's a pretty busy man. I, I, enjoy, I enjoy annoying him, to be honest. Um, I don't know if he sees any of it, but... I I believe my belief is that he's already in the game. He's probably bought a whole bunch of stuff. Um, he just doesn't want to you know give away his hand yet. So yeah, but uh, I just I just enjoy annoying him to be honest. That's about it. <laughs> I can see that. I do know that there are some people who are heavily involved in
1: Top Shot that are friends and acquaintances of his. So yeah. I'm sure he's at least aware
2: and have had uh, conversations he, about conversations. Of course, it. he's aware. Yeah, he's yeah. been aware of it for a long time. So he was actually on one of the um on the Apple or whatever they call it, the Clubhouse with the bros. Oh, he was? Um, not not long ago. Yeah. There you go. So <laughs> Pro-
0: producer Coop behind the scenes has a suggestion. You can sign him up on Wine Text and send him a message anytime you want. So, uh, there you go. A little, a, an extra creative way for awesome. us to get Gary V's attention. All right. Enough of the chit chat, enough of the strategy talk. The people want a Luke Doncic, And so, we are going to give it away on this podcast. For those of you that are watching this on YouTube, You will see that as I'm pulling up on my screen, we have WheelOfNames.com. All the folks here are the people that followed the rules, quote tweeted our tweet about the interview with Wade's, tagged us, tagged Wade's, tagged Gary V, subscribed to our YouTube channel. Thank you all for participating, and best of luck as we. We'll find out who wins the very special Luka Doncic moment, and I am going to go ahead and click here. Make it happen. This is a six hundred fifty dollar thing. Here we go. Yeah, six fifty
1: is the cheapest in the marketplace, so uh, very generous by generous by Wades and uh, a great addition to the coll- you know to coll- anyone's collection.
0: Absolutely, very very generous Wade's. We we really do appreciate it. So oh, hey, in five, four, three, two. One spin that wheel. Oh, baby. Here we go. Let's see, they're gonna have to here let us go. know it's so small. Oh, and we've got a winner. Bonafide, Bonafide Legit. There you go. <laughs> Bonafide Legit good guy Gary
1: was so close. I thought Good Guy Gary was gonna get it. Oh,
0: <laughs> all righty. Well we done. have ourselves a winner here. Bonafide Legit. I am going to grab. A screenshot of this. We will announce it on our Twitter, and Bonafide Legit, we will be in touch. Congratulations to you. You have won the Series 1 Luka Doctors moment, courtesy of Wade's. Wade, once again, we thank you very, very much. Super generous. I mean, it's one thing to give away a common pack or to give away, you know, a, a very basic moment, but this this is, you know, it could be a game changer for people. Very, Hopefully. very generous.
2: I'm trying to push some of the other OGs to start giving some of their stuff away. So <laughs> I,
0: I love that. I mean, I think it's in it's in everyone's best interest, right? To to get get people more involved, get people engaged. I, I think it's awesome and a great thing for you to do. I know that we're we're looking into running some types of contests going forward that when will result our- in, a, in a giveaway.
1: When we get our one million subscriber, maybe we'll consider getting more of that <laughs> Devin Booker cosmic. But uh, we'll have to nice. wait until then for that one. There we go. We're I'll, almost I'll like there. That. <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh, all righty, guys. Well, that is everything that that I had on the agenda for today. I think this was a, a great conversation. I'll kick it to each of you one last time. We'll start with you, Justin. Any final words? Where can the people find you? And what was your uh, how did you enjoy this conversation with yeah, Waze? This, this
1: was fantastic. Um, exceeded my expectations. Wade, thanks so much for spending the time. We know this is late night for you in Australia. You got the beginning of a weekend. So enjoy that. I look forward to you know continuing to just stay in touch, uh, learning from you. And uh, well, so appreciative for you to come on. And hey, who knows, maybe in a couple months or a year or something, we'll have you come back and uh, we'll see what the learnings have been.
2: Um, Absolutely, yeah, wades
0: Any final, yeah, final, final words here? Where can the people find you? Anything that you want to plug? I know you're doing a lot of awesome stuff out there on Twitter, on your YouTube channel. You have your own Discord. Please y- use this opportunity to to let people know where they can find you and just wrap up any final thoughts you have.
2: Yeah. Look, first and foremost, thanks, guys, for having me on. Uh, much appreciated. Uh, again, it's all surreal to most of us. I'd say the price appreciation, the membership count everything is just going through the roof and why not the product is, is awesome um you guys are awesome so keep doing a good job Like it's very polished what you guys are doing here so let's keep, keep it up um so what else uh look don't sleep on top shot if this is the first time you heard about it get in there get amongst it get on discord get to know the people uh buy a couple of things figure out how it works listen to a couple of different podcasts uh start with this one <laughs> or more of these, um, and you know, just just get in there. It's it's an awesome space to be in, especially this NFT community. There's a lot of people that give um, valuable time and everything else, sort of uh, they can, um, and just get amongst it. Uh, you can find me on Twitter. Uh, it's just what is it? Wade underscore ETH uh, and Discord. Yeah, I'm, I'm around in the NBA Discord. You'll be able to see me as one of the moderators there. And, uh, yeah, say hello. Um, at the moment, I'm not um, escrowing any deals just because there's just too many too many issues that we're, we, you know, had a couple of people impersonate my account, uh, which is why I stopped doing it completely because the you know, thought is if I stop doing it, no one can impersonate because everyone knows I'm not doing it anymore. But I still get hit up all the time. So apologies for that. I'm not trying to be, you know, mean about it, but I'm just trying to protect the community. So that's yeah. that.
1: We appreciate that. We appreciate the nice words. I will say we I probably are we're more like a duck swimming on the water. So up top, it may look a little polished, but underneath, we've got producer Coop just flapping around, flapping around. So thank you, producer Coop, for all you do and making this, uh, you know,
2: faking it till you make it. <laughs> no, well done, guys. It's pretty good.
0: Absolutely. Yeah. We've just, just been figuring this out as we go over the past week and a half here wades thank you so much this was an amazing conversation i think the people are going to love it you dropped so much knowledge it's very interesting to get inside the brain of somebody who has been in this space since the very beginning so we appreciate that and we would love to have you back on a future podcast i'm sure we'll be in touch on twitter in the discord all of that good stuff so with that said Everybody, please go ahead. Give us a follow on Twitter at OwnTheMomentNFT. You can follow me on Twitter at TJL5124DFS. Give Justin a follow. Give Wades a follow. As he said, at Wades underscore ETH. Join his discard. Check out his YouTube videos. Show the man some love for all of the fantastic (laughs) knowledge that this guy has. And I'm dead serious there. I mean, he knows so much that we could never even have the context on with how long he's been in this space. So really appreciate everything that you're doing for the community round of applause to Wade's. And with that, let's wrap up this show. So for Justin, for producer Coop behind the seeds, for our very special guest at Wade's underscore ETH, this was the own the moment podcast and we will catch you guys next time.
2: See you guys. Have a good one.